This war represents a failure to listen. Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Something terrible has happened. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the force of the Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! Biggest problem in this universe is nobody helps each other. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm your other host, Alex. And today we are talking about the Bad Bash series uh, on Disney Plus. is episode three, and we are going to offer our thoughts and and opinions and how we think the show is going to progress and and how it's progressed so far. I, Alex, I know I know you have uh, issues with it in in terms of casting choices and 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 things such as that um and we are planning on making a a whole sort of episode about that specific issue right that as this uh once the series comes to a complete wrap rather than yeah correct we are rather than do an episode now because it seems that each episode adds more problems or not not necessarily problems but adds more you could adds more to the controversy so right fuel to the fire right yeah like i I guess i can bring this this up a little bit right now just out the gate like they introduce two main black characters and they're both on the bad the bad side they're both on the empire Yes, they, and they are almost, both right. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like, yeah, like, and I'm, I'm sure there are people going to be saying like, well, Saw is a good guy. And he's like, he's, he is, but he's not. Like, he's, he's the extreme of, like, you're supposed to, like, he, you, you like, he's, he's the any means necessary guy. And you're supposed to think like, that's not okay. So. Right. He's not afraid, he's not afraid to, to kill a bunch of Imperials you know, no matter, no matter what that takes. And well, yeah, like, and, and in previous iterations, like he's not afraid to kill civilians. Uh, Right. And so I'm like, yeah, that's happened how that happened here. And that's kind of where you're seeing that they're, he's seeing that they are willing to do it. So he, he should be in this episode, but like, yeah, like he's, he's supposed to, if you're, he's the guy who becomes you are, what have you become? You've, be, you've become them. And so it's just like the two, they introduced two new black characters and they're both Imperials and they're both on the Death Watch or the Death Squad or uh, whatever. Death, death squad, squad, right. Not Death Watch, Death Squad. And yeah. they're going to become the first Death Squad, uh, Death Troopers. Uh, death Troopers, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's just, there's more fuel and we'll talk about it deeper but know that I have seen it. I'm not pleased with it. And yep. I'm sure Ethan has feels is not pleased with certain pieces of it as well. Not like it's just me, me against it, but like, no, but, no. no. Yeah. I, but yeah. You know, so. It's, so yes, I, I did notice that it was, it, it, so my, my brain went from like, Oh, okay. There's, you know, there's new, they're introducing new characters of color. That's good. 
And then my brain went, wait a minute. <laughs> they're <laughs> on the bad side. Yeah. But now they're but now they're they're executing civilians. So Right. Yeah. And they, they kill the one white guy on that squad because he's the good guy. He's like, this is too extreme for us. That's a good point. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh that's that's all I'll say about that. Uh we okay. can we can dive in to other pieces um and we'll get more in depth there. But uh what did you think of this episode? I thought this episode was okay overall. I was more I was more on uh, interested and invested in the uh in the character development of Crosshair and and his new squadron, I guess, um, rather than anything that was going on with the Bad Batch themselves this episode, um, I guess it, it was, it wasn't, it, when, it, when it would cut to the Bad Batch and their like issues on the moon, it, I was, it was boring to me. It's like, okay, right. well, okay. another, another, well, to me, it was like, well, okay, another episode where they're stranded on a planet for an episode for you know it just wasn't it was wasn't entertaining for me but when they cut to kind of developing crosshair and his character more uh, is when i was on uh, fully on board because I, I i'm glad that they're taking the time to flesh out his character more than just a just a clone who you know made the had the inhibitor chip switch him over to, you know, this, this, just this bad guy. Cause at the end of the episode, he kind of, I mean, they, it's, they show him just kind of sitting on the bed, kind of reflecting a little bit, maybe not necessarily like regretting what he, what he did, but just at least thinking about it. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was um, interesting that they, that they are spending that time to develop him more as a character, flesh him out. Um, but yeah, overall, that, that part of the episode was much more entertaining. Okay. I'm actually gonna dis like, not necessarily disagree. Like I, I did find that piece a little more entertaining or like a little more interesting, I would say, because I will say I like Omega a lot, but I enjoyed like, Wrecker trying to deal with with Omega was pretty cute to me. Like his just yeah. like like it, his like ah oh, I want your food. You know, like you can't have his, her food. Like she doesn't even have a whole her her place. And then he's like, oh I guess not. And then he's like, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. We're gonna be fine. Like oh, yeah. I, that was good. I I like that. Yeah, that was good. And then <laughs> in the end, when he's like he it like again showing that he cares. Like he he makes her her own room. <laughs> which is, right. I thought was really cool and cute. I will say like the the intro, like I, to go back on your point of like, they're, they're trapped on this planet again. That was such lazy writing. Such yes. lazy writing. Like I literally yes. went back and watched the last episode, like the last ending of like, where did they get? Cause like, we got hit super hard. I'm like, where did they get hit? What, like what, where did they actually get shot? And it's literally blaster fire. It's blaster, blaster fire. fire. And I'm like, nowhere ever in Star Wars has this ever happened where blaster fire affects a ship that badly. Like it's no, blaster fire. It's designed to take bigger shots than that. 
Yes, and and in those scenes, it just deflects or just like right. not, it causes no visible damage. Yeah, right. Totally lazy writing. <laughs> no, that so that was that was my big thing like starting out because like I literally like paused the episode. I'm like, what is going on here? Did I miss something? And I went back and I watched the other before I continued the show because I'm like, did I miss them getting shot by Tie Fighters or something? Like, nope. nope. <laughs> For the argument that like oh they they were escaped they they got shot out of screen, I say no. That is not you can't pretend. Yeah. That. You can't pretend that. No. So no, I yeah. I wasn't too keen on that. But once they got to the planet, I was again like, this is one of those episodes where I would say it's almost filler. But it's good character development, in my my opinion. Yeah. So so like I wouldn't even say it's filler. Like again, like it could be close to filler, but it grows the characters. You're learning more about Omega and Crosshair. And with like Omega, she knows all about the inhibitor chip. And I really like that about her. And like that they're because I know there were a bunch of people earlier on like, oh, she's force sensitive. That's how she knows like crosshair is, is going to do bad things. I'm like, no, he know she knows the inhibitor chips in there. She knows yeah. all about the inhibitor chip. And so I really like her dealing with that. I also think it's kind of weird and I'm interested to see where they go, whether it was anything or not, where Wrecker hits his head. And well, so I was going like, to mention that. Yeah, and he hits his head and then he's like, my head hurts. Uh, and like nothing really comes of it in this episode. And so I'm like, I don't know if that's going to happen again. Something's going to happen. Like maybe that was an activation of maybe it's going to start working. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So text or text starts to, to build that sensor thing that's supposed to, to locate to their inhibitor locate chips, inhibitor chips yeah. in the brain. Yeah, so I thought, right, I thought as soon as he started, like, talking about his head that that was going to foreshadow something um, in that episode, but maybe it's foreshadowing something to come in a later episode, Correct. which I no, think I, would be, yeah. yeah, which I think would be, which is better, that that they would actually have something foreshadowing something to come in a pre, in the next episode, rather than it, it happening that same episode. Mm -hmm. It would be kind of force you to pay more attention to what's going on in, in, in the, in the episode itself. Right. Or I, I actually thought that like when they came back, he was going to be different. That's like, that's yeah. what, like, cause when he was like, I've got something to show you. Like I had a, I like, I didn't think something really terrible was going to happen. I'm like, maybe, is he going to kidnap her? Is he going to try to do something? But no, it that's turned what, out, it yep. turned out well, but yeah. Right. But you're right. I, yep. I a hundred percent had that feeling of, uh Oh, <laughs> just, gonna what take an escape pod or something or whatever but yeah luckily that was not the case but i also enjoyed like it didn't make a ton of sense but i i enjoyed the uh, omega dealing with the monster i don't know if you caught this there is a very obvious callback to empire strikes back in this episode i don't know if you caught that so did you catch it? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I so when that's fine. That it like it's it's obvious when you think about it, but like it's a very obscure scene. But like literally when like Omega is sitting in the chair 
and like she like kind of squeak and they're like something's outside and then like she she looks and she leans and she looks up out the window and then the monster kind of like pops up that is literally almost shot for shot what happens with leia in the millennium falcon oh. the minox pop on right so i just i thought that was kind of cool of like a small little callback of like it no nobody misses you're not going to miss anything if you don't know what that is but like it's like yeah. oh for the people that know okay cool like that's the kind of thing i like sure versus like oh there's information that if you haven't seen this you don't understand right yeah i thought when they first taught when they first showed you know, something was uh attacking or attracted to the power line power cell or whatever i thought it was going to be they were going to bring minox back minox yeah or you know have something back but yeah but yeah overall it was it was the character developing just sort of a lazy start yep. a lazy way to get there <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yep i'm also getting a sense that you prefer the like the action and you're not <laughs> well so yeah uh, I I like so I, I I could I could have I'd be totally fine with an episode that contained barely any action as long as it was you know if it was in, invest in uh, enthralling if as long as it was like leading me somewhere you know I don't need to see another crashing on another planet that is only going to be resolved by the end of the episode you know I like give me something just if it was like if it was just two people like just talking i would be on board if the it it, it just all depends yeah i'm not solely just a like get just fast forward to the when to the The shooting starts (laughs) yeah so i can appreciate i can appreciate slow build up if it's just if it's not something that we see that we've seen before because as soon as they crash landed, I'm like, okay, here we go. Another, another crash landing. Uh, how many times have we seen that in a Star Wars movie or show? Or... Right. Yeah. So. And I, I will say that like their, the dialogue between most of the characters on the moon, whichever moon they land on, like it's not compelling. Like, so yeah. I, I will say like, no, I will, I will argue with that. Like you see small developments of like, you, you, you learn like Omega tells Hunter that it's not his fault. And then you learn that like, oh, Hunter's not mad at uh, Crosshair. Crosshair. He's mad at himself because he, nobody leaves somebody behind. And you're like, okay, that, that's a small little bit. But like, it's again, like, oh, is the kid coming? Like, I'm part of the team. So, okay, I guess you're coming. And I'm like, yeah like it's not like have we seen this before a little bit and again like i will say like i liked that she didn't use violence to to take out the dragon and i think that's part of what her again we still don't know what special power she has special special thing she is she's got something yeah she's we know she's got something and it's we don't know what it is and i'm just like maybe it's like a piece of empathy or I don't know. And I'm just like, I, I like that, but also I'm like, okay, we're, we're, are we gender stereotyping here? Like what, what is, cause she's just like, oh, he wants food. I'll give him food and then I'll take it. And you're like, okay, I like that. 
but I'm just like, I want, I don't even know what I'm saying, but like, it's just like, I want to make sure that she's given a, a, a decent power, I guess, like, like a decent thing. Well, other not, right, than, it's not some stereotypes or some like typical right. power you might, yeah. You might, yeah. And so that, that's a thing that I'm just like, okay. Well, they sort of, and the Kaminoans kind of hinted that the, at the, that they had plans to make like more enhanced clones or like more. Right. They, All right. They, they need the bad bat. They need like one of the bad bats, or they at least need Omega or something to. They need one of them, and so you all need... know, we all know who that one is going to be. It's going right. to be they get Omega. But that doesn't make. I'm not 100 sure about that because if that was the case, then why would the Lama Sue or whatever let her leave? Because at the end of the first episode, she helps them escape. Because I think the the whoever that that Kaminoan is, I don't think she's going with the main guy. Like, I think that she let him, let her go based on like a motherly instinct of like, she oh. is going to be hurt. Like if she's, it's better for her to, to leave than to stay here based on like the actions of the empire and the empire's here. And so only bad things can happen for her being here. That's what I think. That's mm -hmm. like a totally okay. my own perception. Yeah. That, that's what I, what I thought about it. I will say it bugs me that this is all happening on Camino. What is just the just the, the like, training or the, the training and all this stuff because it makes no logical sense. Why would some like you are a cloning facility and they're literally telling you we are going to bring other people here to replace your clones and then we're going to use your clones to train them and then we're not going to buy your clones anymore. Like, oh, why would you let that happen at your facility? Got it. Like, sure, that makes sense. Yes, they have control <laughs> yeah. over, like, they have control over the clones. So the Empire can take the clones. Like, I feel like it's just trying to shoehorn Camino into it and putting them, like, but I'm like, it makes no sense that they're here. Yeah. Because you're just like, logic, you're like, okay, you are trying to replace us. You're trying to get rid of us. Why would we let you? use our facility and our like advanced clones to train your people right so um do you know is 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 vader's fist is that canon his his 501st stormtroopers i mean the 501st are that's that's rex's old um right but i'm saying do they because remember he keeps vader's fit like it becomes vader's fist and that's like a company of all clone troopers from his old I don't that I don't know if that is canon is at canon? all. I, okay. I think the 501st still exists. Yeah. I don't think it is, and maybe even Vader's fist, I don't think that it's all clones. And I, okay. or I, I don't know for sure, but I don't think so. Okay. Because yeah, no, I think they, yeah, it's just, you, you, they trained. So no, that's old canon of like, he kept okay. clones with him. And so no, the 501st are not all clones. Okay. I believe, yeah. So, I mean, I could be wrong and they could change it up on us, but. Sure they could. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to die on this hill. This is not a kid's show. Oh, 
<laughs> this is yes, you know, not a kid's show. That's a that's a good point. I I sort of spaced on that. Yeah. And like, and I'm fine with that. I I want to preface this with I'm fine with that. But and because like because it's because to me it's a sequel to and as many of other people have said it's a sequel to Clone Wars, and Clone yeah. Wars aged up. For they sure. aged up with their audience. This is not starting at a low level to inc- to to bring in your audience. It is starting as an aged up audience of like a yeah. high teen audience. It still made decisions I would not have. I do not particularly like. Yeah, I, like taking a flamethrower to. Yes, that's it. That's literally my my thought of like, you don't need that. You do not <laughs> need that in a kids show. I like. I never saw a flamethrower. The only time I've ever seen a th- flamethrower used was uh, in like Letters to Iwo Jima, which is a rated R movie about taking Iwo Jima. And it's like uh, yeah. a huge war film and everything. I'm like, I've never seen, saw flamethrowers used to murder people except they, uh, they use flamethrowers uh, on Geonosis to burn the Geonosians out of the holes. When? Uh, so when? Remember when they have to attack uh, Genosis the second time? God, see, that's just to me. That's yeah. not a kid thing. That's no, not yeah, a cool right. thing to do. Like that is a war crime almost. It's funny because like because I remember that so specifically of like Kiate Mundi. These Jedi protectors say, "Bring in the flamethrowers," <laughs> and he torches. Uh, G- he, he torches Geonosis. They're almost through. Bring in the flamethrowers. Yeah, that just does not sit well with me at all. Yeah, you should go back. It's pretty. It's kind I of might. pretty gruesome when you watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, and but I'm just like, but again, like, I understand. Like we talked about this in our previous episode of like, is Clone Wars for kids and stuff like that, and like, do kids need to see this stuff and blah blah blah. And I'm like, if you want to show your kid this, that's that's your choice. Like, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't. But like, just personally for me, like if you just let your kid watch this on their own, oof, like I, I wouldn't like that. I do not, I would not want my kid, a, a young kid, okay? So if we're talking like 16, 17, 15, whatever, to me, that's not a kid. When everyone yeah. says it's for kids, I'm thinking under 10, maybe 11, 12. Yeah. But like, they're like, Star Wars is for kids. Cause Dave Filoni literally just went on Good Morning America and was like- Well, George, there's so many things that, that he taught me, but one of the big ones was to remember that this is primarily a show for kids and that, that, you know, we're supposed to inspire them to give them something that's hopeful and something to believe in. And I'm like, this is not for kids. Right. So that, <laughs> that was my big thing that I was just like, I'm okay with it happening because I'm viewing this as a sequel to the Clone Wars. Right. But the argument that like this is a kids show, do not accept it. No. And I mean, and, like, I, and... I'm not going to fight people on it if they think it is. Like, I'm not going to fight you. And like, if you want to think it is, that's fine. But I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, nope. This is these no. are dude, these are deep themes that need to be discussed. So like, if you want to watch it with your kid, that's fine. But like this, yeah. this is not a thing where you just throw it on and be like, "Okay, kids, watch." No, and so I, I and I remember I just, it was at that point too where I was just like, you know, wow, that's pretty. Uh, so I, 
I was, I'm watching it and I go, wow, that's pretty, they brought a flamethrower to that fight. That's kind of intense. That's, and then, and then when they capture the civilians, it's like, okay, like I get it. You know, it's pretty gruesome if they're about to just execute them. And then they, it just keeps escalating to the point where he, they take a flamethrower to him. And then yep. I, 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 I audibly said like, holy, you know, and I was just like, I, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. That I was actually a bit, a bit shocked that that, that they did that. Yeah. I guess they're really trying to hit home that the, the empire's bad, you know, or. And I mean, again, like, this isn't like a criticism of like, I'm not saying this is bad. I just want people to stop and I want Dave Filoni and I want Disney to stop with this argument that like, you can't criticize us because it's for kids. Uh, And I'm like, or like, it's okay that you don't like it because it's for kids. And I'm like, it's not anymore. And you keep trying to pretend it is, but you keep catering to the adults. And like, Rise of Skywalker was a legitimate catering to all adults. (laughs) But we will get there at a later time. But... So, no, but overall, I would say I, I enjoyed the episode. I, I did not like, again, the beginning when getting them on the planet and stuff like that, but I thought, I thought it was cute. Again, I thought the development of Omega was cute. Wrecker actually getting a personality was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Because, yeah, before it's just, I like breaking things. Ah! And now he's like, yeah. oh, I actually have to worry about a kid. Okay. And right. So, yeah. I'm confused. I so maybe you remember this. Do they explain the droid in the original Bad Batch arc? Or is that the just droid? Uh, Sorry, yeah. No, um no, as far as I'm as far as I know, it's just there. It's just there. Okay. Cuz it was brought up in the last episode of like cuz yeah. Wrecker was lifting it and then now right like Omega was leaning against it and he's like, oh, you two look comfortable. And I'm just like, where did this gonk droid come from? Like, yeah, where, I don't what think, is I, this? Like, I think it's just there. Or yeah. Like, no, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what it's not gonk like, droids do. So they're, well, I thought they were supposed to dispense like tools or something or be used for, I don't even know, honestly. Yeah, no, I, oh, I don't know. They just so. kind of putts around. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that, that I was just I was curious if you knew if they explained that because again you're much more into the original Clone Wars and everything than I do. Like you can remember all the the planets and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like I can't even remember the last planet that they just left. So yeah, I remember them. I remember the planets easier because I played Empire of War a lot more. So and the yeah. planets they actually reference are most of them are in the game. So. But they do pronounce they do pronounce they pronounce it differently a handful of times that uh, that planet they left to Lukami. Oh yeah. Sometimes they pronounce it differently in other. They call it Salukami. They pronounce different things all the time, and that's it. Like yeah, like with the Kaminoans. Yeah. They do. They don't pronounce those normal or not normal, but like they change if it's like Kaminoans or the Kaminoans, and or, right. like. Or and the Kaminoans. Or Kaminoans. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's, you'd really hope that 
a billion dollar company could figure out this is how you say it and then just say it. Right. Just leave it at that. Yep. Like, <laughs> but whatever. Right. We digress. So I, I'm actually surprised. Like I'm actually interested in the next episode. Right. I'm actually, you're, I'm actually starting to get interested in the show itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I did not expect to. I expected to kind of just be like, all right, I'll watch it and review it and stuff like that. But I'm like, I'm actually getting into it once I dispense of certain pieces of like, this isn't a kid's show and it's not specifically for me. So I just look at it and try to enjoy my, my way through it. And so I'm actually enjoying it a bit. So I, I, I like that. How Are you enjoying the show as a whole? so far yes. without there are problems and we know that and we'll talk about those but but as a whole you're kind of you're enjoying the show yes as a whole i, I am looking forward to to episodes new episodes every week um and i am i'm always kind of fascinated in in that timeline uh we don't have a ton of we don't have a ton of stuff between episodes three and four i mean we do but we early stuff i'll say we don't have yes early, I would say we have, yeah. early early imperial development i mean we literally see it like from day one so that's that's been interesting um and they kind of sort of answered a few a few kind of questions like they like you know the imperials are implementing these chain codes and stuff and mm. and how how their how their rule comes about so quickly and how they're trying to how they how they quickly erase um the jedi from history so to speak yeah. Yep. yeah that's what's kind of interesting like so now it sort of makes sense as to why you know luke has no idea what what jedi are or or anything right. too detailed but yeah so i'm interested to see where it goes Okay. Uh, I think that wraps us up. So yes. if you would like to find us, you may find us on who shot one SW pod on Twitter, and you can send us an email at who shot first SW pod at gmail.com. And please like review, share, retweet all that jazz. We'd like to grow. Uh, we, we, I have a guesstimation that we have about 20 listeners at the moment. Um, probably half of them are family, <laughs> but- uh, Gotta but start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Uh, so no, we enjoy um, we enjoy talking and I mean, we're not- Yeah. The main goal, we'd like to get bigger, but if we don't, I'm, I'm cool staying small and, and all that kind of stuff. So, but like, subscribe, give us five stars, let us know. All that jazz. Yeah. And from all of us here at Who Shot First, never, never tell, tell us, the, us odds. the odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, this episode was, I mean, this episode. Excuse me. Sorry. Just every time. <laughs>
Yeah, I know. I was, I wait for that one. You always I'm got sorry. one in the chamber. I got one yeah. in the chamber. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. No. So, uh, and I, and I want to preface that forward of like, or not preface it's post-ish or whatever afterwards. 